0: Six, five, four, three, two, one, fire. Earth rings. We have now taken over your radio.
1: Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat alley The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95. Enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on all social media platforms at T R A P D 95.
0: Raptors fans, what's going on? How are you feeling? Oh, it's a beautiful time to be alive and be a Raptors fan. This is Trap Chat Alleyoop. I am Mikey Charlie, and the Raptors are two wins away from the dream and the goal, the ultimate one they are two wins away from the NBA championship. Woo! It feels so good right now. And the Raptors have house money to play with too. The Raptors are up 2-1 in the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors. The Raptors took game three, a beautiful and amazing showing, yes. The Golden State Warriors were short-handed. Yes, we've heard all the excuses. No excuses, man, this is the finals the Raptors went in and did what they had to do, they took advantage of whatever situation it was, and they came out with that victory, up 2-1, so amped right now, I wish my partner Elicit, was here, but he's not, once again, but regardless, the show must go on, can't wait to get him back, because I know he has so much to say, in this episode, we are going to run back the previous two games which would be game two and game three of the finals game two being in Toronto uh, the Raptors lost that one by a score of 109-104 and then game three which was a masterpiece in the Bay Area where the Raptors took that one 123-109 and then we will of course set up the upcoming game there's one game tonight being Friday night in Golden State in Oakland technically and then game five, going on Monday. And that's going to be another huge game. That's back in Toronto. And the Raptors may have a chance to close out the series. Depending on what happens tonight. But we will get to all of that. Then we'll get to some fan reactions. Went down to Jurassic Park uh, at the beginning of game three. Ran into a fan from PEI, so we'll get to that. Man, there's so much media hype evolving around the nba finals we're going to delve into a little bit of that and see just what how everyone's feeling about what is occurring right now history is about to be made let's get into this
1: this is trap chat alley presented by Trap since 95 enhancing your raptors fan experience visit trap since 95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd 95
0: yes the cow so you can find us everywhere itunes the google play store basically anywhere you find podcasts you can find us t-c-a-o search hashtag you. oh shit oh Put it oh run that fucking money run that back man you gotta yeah, run me. that back run it back all right run it back come on Let's jump it off with Game 2 that went down in Toronto, and this was a game where it feels like the Raptors could have a let one slip. They end up losing this game 109-104, it was a very hotly contested game, uh, the Raptors had a pretty good first half, they let the steering wheel go in the third quarter, really started at the end of the second quarter moving into halftime but third quarter was a wash and then they recovered but just not enough to really overtake the game coming out of halftime the energy just was not there Golden State went on an 18-0 run to take the lead the Raptors went into halftime with a point lead, I believe it was and by the time it was done said and done obviously Golden State had that 10-point advantage And Raptors ended up whittling it down, but just not enough to get the job done. Quickly, a lot of the American media were criticizing Raptors fans for not being in their seats to begin the second half. And you know what? They're absolutely right. Toronto Raptors fans, you have to do better as a whole. I know there's some fans that are there, there throughout the whole game. They never miss one minute of the action, but as a whole, Toronto Raptors fans, this is the NBA Finals. This team needs your energy for every single minute. This is not a joke, this is not a game. It is a game, but it's the most serious of games. The NBA Finals, we are playing for the championship. We need all of the energy, all of that smoke, everything. Do not miss one minute, I don't want to hear no excuses. You can go for a few minutes without food, you know what, you can download the Raptors app, the Toronto Raptors official app, and you can order food in your seat. I don't want to hear that excuse. You can go to the bathroom a few minutes into the quarter. I don't want to hear that excuse. Unless you're about to piss your pants, no excuses for you not being in your seat for every single minute of the game especially a playoff game and especially an nba finals game i don't want to hear it game five i want to see each and every single seat in that arena filled with somebody's butt in the seat or at least standing in front of it better yet standing in front of it cheering (sighs) with that said uh the raptors did come out in the second half flat and They couldn't get anything going. Uh, Golden State is notorious for making third quarter runs and that was obvious in this game. They just went off uh, Curry and company, Klay Thompson, they were just lighting it up. Uh, Raptors couldn't get it done in either end, defense or offense, for quite a span probably about six minutes or so I would say and uh, that pretty much was the nail in the coffin for the game. Looking at some of the stats overall. Kawhi Leonard as usual led the way for the Raptors. 34 points, 14 boards and eight of 20, shooting from the field, two of nine from three, and he was perfect 16 for 16 from the free throw line, which is quite a nice uh, number. Outside of that, the next closest Raptor was Kyle Lowry with 13 points, two assists, one rebound. He had foul trouble all night and actually fouled out in the fourth quarter. Uh, This is another game where he got into foul trouble. I believe that was the second or third. There's a second foul out of the playoffs. But there's a few other games that he was in foul trouble. And when Kyle Lowry's in foul trouble, that really affects the team because he can't be as aggressive on the defensive side where he is so valuable in drawing charges just disrupting the flow of the opponents offense and also obviously his playmaking on the our offensive side is affected because he cannot drive as aggressively okay so Siakam had 12 points eight rebounds five assists which seemed like okay numbers but he was not anywhere near the level he was in game one in game two 0 for 3 from 3 5 of 18 from the field, an uncharacteristically uh, inefficient shooting night for him. And he just didn't have that same aggression as Game 1 or as we need him to have in order for us to win or really be competitive. Uh, Serge Ibaka had 7 points off the bench. Noren Powell had 7 points. A shout-out to Fred Van Vliet, though. Fred Van Vliet has been playing out of his mind since the birth of his son, in this game he had 17 points, 7 of 17 shooting, 2 of 8 from 3. He did an admirable job. I'm not going to knock Fred. He did an admirable job in this game despite the loss. Uh, his defense on Steph Curry throughout this whole series, even though Curry's putting up numbers, Curry going to Curry, but Fred VanVleet has been doing a masterful, actually a historic job on Steph Curry. Statistically, he is the best ever defender on Steph Curry because he really gets up in his grill when he's actually defending Curry one-on-one. He really gets up on him, does not give him any space. If you look, if you watch the games, you see Van Vliet is in Curry's shorts, almost literally. Like he, the man-to-man defense, this man is playing on Steph Curry. The chef is extraordinary. It's textbook, clinical. I'm sure everyone will be studying it in the defense of Steph Curry moving forward. But overall, as a team, the Raptors did not get it going. Danny Green had eight points on three of seven shooting. Mark saw six points, six boards, two of seven shooting. Those guys cannot have those numbers for the Raptors to be successful. Looking on Golden State's side, Steph Curry, the chef, had 23 points on six of 17 shooting. So that was not very efficient at all. He was three of 10 for three. Klay Thompson had 25 points, 5 boards, and 5 assists on 10 of 17 shooting. That was very efficient. 4 of 6 from 3, but then he hurt himself, uh, I believe, during the 4th quarter. Or it might have been the 3rd quarter, but eventually he was taken out of the game not to return. Uh, he was visibly limping to the point where he was trailing behind on a defensive stand for... Golden State and he was trying to get a timeout called but obviously the Raptors had possession. Raptors end up scoring. You can see Klay was visibly frustrated. He wanted one of his teammates a foul and you can see him visibly limping. And I uh, knew the whole of Golden State, all the Golden State fan base collectively held their breath watching Klay Thompson limp off the court. As a result, Klay Thompson did not play in game four sorry game three he's questionable as of now for game four it's expected that he will play but as of now we have not had a confirmation for that but regardless despite the fact that Klay Thompson was knocked out of this game the damage was already done the Raptors tried to make a run they even implemented a box and one defense which is rarely seen in the NBA defend Curry and the Golden State Warriors, which was pretty effective, but at the end of the day, just not enough execution on certain plays, we're not even getting to the referee calls because that's a whole other thing that could definitely, it's a very valid, but I'm not using that excuse, I'm not going to go there, uh, the Raptors, honestly, they had their chances and they did not capitalize, I think a timeout should have been called a little bit earlier in the second half when golden state was on their massive 18-0 run i think that was a big mistake end of game execution there were a few mistakes as well most notably on the final possession danny green hit a three to bring the raptors within two and there was a short amount of time i believe it was about 27 seconds left on the clock golden state brought it up the raptors had a chance to foul You would try to want to foul anybody except Steph Curry in that situation. The Raptors elected not to foul. And with their defense in disarray, they allowed a wide-open Andre Iguodala to hit a three with about five seconds left on the clock, which pretty much iced the game because the Raptors were down five at that point. And that was it. They should have fouled. In that situation, I don't understand why you would not foul. It's not like there's enough a lot of time in the game to play out the possession try to get the defense to stop and then see what happens uh, so that's that that was that was game number two missed opportunity but all good all good because it's a seven game series it's a 1-1 one, one draw okay you lost home court advantage but what do you have to do? you gotta invade the bay you gotta take over, you gotta get that win back. You gotta steal a game. Hence game three. Game three was a beautiful performance by the Toronto Raptors. Pretty much from the jump, they took the lead. They had the energy, they put their foot in the gas. Yes, Golden was undermanned in terms, of their, in terms of their star power. Obviously no KD, KD's been out since uh, round two. Has yet to return I forgot to mention Kevon Looney also got injured in 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 game two here uh, he is expected to be out for the series but it's not that's not actually guaranteed they're having a second opinion on him at this point Golden State is in desperation mode and they need every single available body possible that they can throw out on the floor the Toronto Raptors team is no joke this is not the portland trailblazers this is not the houston rockets the toronto raptors are at the same level i said it they're at the same level as golden state they can't play around yes they have a super team super high level talent they have like what five six all-stars on the roster a few of them are injured yeah but that goes to show you anything can happen and the Raptors are no jokes either. So down KD, down Clay Thompson. We don't know if he's coming back for game four, but in game three, he was out. Game time decision, but they decided that they're not going to put him in to risk injury. Down Kevon Looney, who's not necessarily a star, but he's an important part of their roster, uh, especially on the defensive end. And the Raptors took full advantage of it. Played exactly how they needed to play. They only relinquished a one-point lead very briefly in the early parts of the first quarter. From then on, they took it, they took the flag, and they ran with it. As I said, 123-109 victory for the Toronto Raptors. This game was full of great highlights. Everybody was on. The Raptors had all five of their starters score at least 17 points. That's an amazing stat. I think that's only the second time that's happened. Or I think it's the second time in the NBA Finals that a team has had Five players play uh, score 15 or more points So that's amazing Like The ball sharing, passing it around Everybody carrying parts of the load That was a sight to see And this is the Raptors team That we knew it could be This is the Raptors team This is the, the final version The final form Dragon Ball Z final form That we're looking at the Raptors rounding into now Let me read off some of the stats Of course, Kawhi Leonard, the leader, the man who leads the charge. Boardman. Boardman gets paid. This is the boardman. And once again, led the charge. 30 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 9 of 17 from the field, 2 of 6 for 3, 10 of 11 for the free throws. Shout out to boardman. Boardman gets paid. Kyle Lowry. This guy had a game. Yes, in game one. And two, he was nah. He was doing his thing, you know, running the 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 team, doing all the floor general stuff, playing the defense. All good. He had the intensity. Yeah, he was in foul trouble. Game two, fouled out. Okay, but in this game, he was not playing. This game, you could see Kyle Lowry was no joke. He was not playing. He wants that chip. He wants that ring. Twenty-three points, nine assists. 4 rebounds, 8 of 16 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3. Kyle Lowry was absolutely vintage. Stepped up big time in a huge game in the finals. Biggest stage in basketball. I don't want to hear anybody talking anything about Kyle Lowry. On top of that, he had to face some controversy as he dove into the stands for a loose ball, trying to save it inbounds. He got pushed by a fan by a courtside fan completely uncalled for but not only was this man a courtside fan this man was actually a part owner of the golden state warriors now this is this is ridiculous mark stevens who's a minority owner of the golden state warriors was sitting courtside and a few seats over from where lowry spilled into the First row seats. This man reaches over and pushes him. Apparently, he also had some derogatory things to say to Kyle Lowry, which we are not privy of knowing exactly what was said. But regardless of the facts, this man reached over, put his hands on Lowry, not just not just like a tap or like a you know, he shoved Lowry. Now, as any fan, just in general, no one has any right whatsoever to a cost, a sports player, a professional sports player, when they're doing their job. It's not like he was attacking you, it's not like he was coming at you at all. He was simply doing his job. He was chasing down a loose ball, playing in the NBA Finals, giving it all, giving all his energy, locked in, focused on the game, and this man goes and pushes Kyle Lowry. That is completely uncalled for, completely unacceptable. As a fan, that should not happen. As an owner, a representative of the organization, that especially should not happen. This man should be banned for life from the NBA. This man should be forced to sell his shares. And we should never, ever see him anywhere close to a basketball court, ever. But instead, the NBA decided to to merely give this guy a $500,000 fine and a one-season ban. So he's banned for the rest of the games in the finals. He's banned for the complete season, uh, the 2019-2020 season, including the playoffs, but then that's it. Now, I have massive exception to that ruling, to that decision. What kind of standard is that setting? If he had been just a regular fan, what would the outcome have been? I think it would have been a no-brainer. This guy would be ejected and expelled permanently from watching basketball games but because he's an owner he's treated differently and I'm not even going to the other political angles and ramifications but simply on that level regardless owner fan whatever if you are putting your hands on a professional player remember if a professional player puts their hands on you in return if Lowry reacted in a different way you know he would have been a fine, b suspended, which would have completely changed the outlook of the series. And who knows? Even more might have happened. I mean, things have happened in the past. We all know. We all know about the the malice in the palace and various other situations where players, you know, felt the ramifications due to something that was incited by the fans. Now, at a game, yes, okay, of course, you're going to be cheering. There's heckling, there's all that stuff, which is all good. That's fine, but once there's a line. There is a line. Once it comes to physical altercation, physical provocation, there's no there's no room for that. And even with the verbal, there's there's lines. There is trash talking, but then there's derogatory talk, which that should not be acceptable. Simple as that. But regardless, shout out to Kyle Lowry for holding his composure. He knows what he's playing for. He knows what's at stake. Instead, he managed to cool himself down, walk away from the incident, and pretty quickly got himself focused back into the game. And shout out to him because he continued to play well after that point. And, of course, the Raptors came out victorious. Shout out Pascal Siakam. He was one of the starters in terms of getting the game kicked off in the right way for the raptors he ended up with 18 points nine rebounds six assists most of his work was done in the first half and he again he was that energy that really started that push for the raptors shout out to danny green danny green came locked and loaded 18 points on six of ten from the field all of them were three-point attempts had a huge chase down block And this is the Danny Green that we've been waiting for. This is the Green Ranger activated for the finals. Apparently, we have Shaq to thank for this. Shaq said that before the game, during warm-ups, he gave Danny Green a few words of advice and wisdom. Apparently, they were pretty harsh. Paraphrasing, he said, stop fucking around. Come out and, and play your game. That's basically what he said. So, hey, maybe that's what Danny Green needed. I don't know, but regardless, we got the game that we've been expected from Danny Green. Just needs to keep it up, keep staying wet from the three-point line, keep up with the defense. He has well played moments on uh, Steph Curry, and he played admirably. We already know Danny Green is a pretty good defender himself in his own right. So shout out to Danny Green for that. Shout out Mark Gasol, 17 points, seven boards, four assists, and again, much like Siakam he set the tone for the game he was really aggressive this is might be the most aggressive i've seen him in the raptors uniform rolling to the basket not hesitating on shots making the right passes making the right reads on both ends of the court defense and offense again this is the performance that we want to see from him this is what gasol that we want to see for the rest of the finals of course i have to shout out freddie v fred van Vliet. This man has been playing insane since about what, game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. And again, he came through in a big way tonight. Or that night, I should say. It feels, honestly, I have no sense of time right now, guys. Since the Raptors have made the NBA Finals, my sense of time is all screwed up and like this still feels surreal to me. It's such an amazing and exciting time. I'm trying to really relish and thrive in it feeling the atmosphere feeling just how it feels in Toronto right now it's so beautiful anyways back to the game Fred VanVleet finished with 11 points three boards two assists of course as we said the defense he's been playing on Curry has been astounding yes Curry went off in this game but regardless Fred VanVleet's defense has been amazing he's really made Curry change up the way he attacks the Raptors but The biggest thing he did in this game was hit that beautiful, amazing dagger three towards the end of the fourth quarter. With the shot clock winding down, Kawhi had the ball on the right wing above the three-point line. Was dribbling against two defenders, got pushed while he was trying to make a little play. Took two steps, hopped in beyond the three-point line, he was in the air, he looked to his right. Who was open behind the three-point line freddie v he managed to dish it out over to fred van vliet who caught the ball with one second left on the shot clock freddie v put it up over draymond green who also fouled him but you know we're not we're not gonna linger on that freddie v put up the rainbow rainmaker and it went through splash splash and that sealed the deal for the toronto raptors what a great shot what a great night what a great game that was 123 109 for the Raptors looking at some of the stats for the Golden State Warriors well there's really only one player that we really need to key on and of course that was Steph Curry Steph Curry set his NBA playoff high career high 47 points to go along with eight boards and seven assists 14 of 31 from the field but only six of 14 from three so from by curry standards that's kind of low but he had a game but the Raptors had a better game and curry obviously he needed help didn't have enough help despite having other all-stars on the roster despite the other injuries cousins only had four points Uh, Draymond Green had 17 points seven boards four assists but he's not an offensive guy you, we already know that. He's he's more of a team guy. He's not a guy who generates offense for himself. Iguodala had 11 points. And that's about all you really need to know about, about the Golden State Warriors stats. Raptors played a complete game beginning to end. They didn't have too much trail after, obviously, times where Golden State were making their runs. But shout out to the third quarter Raptors. Third quarter, you already know. Golden State, that's their quarter where they make those big runs to get back in the game or or take over the game, whatever it is. Raptors, every time Golden State tried to start off a run, Raptors would quell it. They played amazing defense. They scored timely baskets. They were really locked in and focused for the whole game, and that was just a beautiful sight to see. They need to carry that whole energy and strategy into game four, and if they play like that, honestly, even if Klay Thompson comes back, the Raptors are going to be all right. Even if in Game 5, Game 6, Game 7 or whatever whatever it goes to, if KD comes back, but the Raptors are playing like that, they're going to be alright, they're going to be champions. Let me just tell you this right now, if they play like they did in Game 3, the Raptors will be NBA champions.
1: Trap Chat Alley-oop, the fans plug for all Raptors Talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down.
0: Daddy Mark, Mark, Daddy Soap, okay, I to make a jump. jump, 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 jump Moving into the jump with game four of the NBA Finals going down tonight in Oakland. This could possibly be the very last game in the Oracle Arena. If the Raptors take the game tonight the Raptors will have a chance to close out the series in game 5 at home at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto on Monday that is amazing listen to the words that I just said if the Toronto Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors in their home in Oracle Arena which could be the final game ever played in Oracle Arena the Raptors will have a chance to win the NBA Championship at home in Toronto at the Scotiabank Arena on Monday in Game 5. What a time it is. But first, the Raptors have to focus in on the task at hand. As I said earlier, we don't know if Clay will be active for tonight. There's a prediction that he will be. They've been saying even since Game four or game three finished that they expect clay to be in the lineup has not been confirmed though we already know that Katie has been ruled out for tonight they're hoping he returns for game five or game six that doesn't matter a part of me actually kind of wants Katie to be there so I don't want to hear any type of excuses of "Oh, the Golden State Warriors were down their best player blah 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 I don't want to hear anything I mean regardless this is a legit series It's not like there's been any cheating or anything going on so it's legit wins regardless but it would be all the more sweeter for the Raptors to beat this team with all their pieces on the court because I don't want to hear nothing at that point I don't want to hear one damn word from anybody but regardless the Raptors are going out and earning this no asterisks I don't care what nobody says the Raptors have earned what they've accomplished thus far Two more wins to get. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be just handed or given to them They have to go and take these wins and they will do it start tonight in the Bay Yes, we have house money the Raptors have home court advantage back so they could afford to You know whatever but at the same time. No you want this game too. we want game four take game four win game four my prediction what I think is that Golden State is holding out KD for as long as possible before they're forced to put him back in. So I feel obviously once they're down 3-1, 3-2, whatever it may be, once the Raptors have won three games, they're going to insert KD into the lineup. The earlier the Raptors can make this happen, the better. Win this game. Go up 3-1 in the series, force them to bring KD back for game five. You go up 3-1, you have three chances to take down the champs. Three chances. Increase your odds. Win tonight. Take it back home 3 1. Have Golden State shaking in their boots. Have them feeling like they cannot make one more mistake. Have them force KD back onto the court. KD's not going to be 100%. Clay, he comes back, he's not going to be 100%. I don't want to hear any excuses because you know why? The Raptors are not 100% either. Kyle Lowry's playing through injury. We already know Kawhi's is playing through injury, Freddie V was hurt earlier, Danny Green was hurt earlier, a lot of these guys are playing hurt and banged up. We didn't even talk about OG Anunoby yet who's one of the major rotation players for the Raptors during the regular season. Obviously he missed the whole playoffs because he had his appendix removed prior to the postseason starting. He hasn't been back yet although he's been cleared to play now. I don't want to hear any excuses. Don't give me that bullshit about injuries. That's part of the game, man. You play with who you got. Simple as that. You already know you're going to get the best possible shot from the Golden State Warriors. They're going to be all out tonight. You know this. They're coming. They're the champs. Don't don't underestimate them. Don't think it's a walk in the park. They are the two-time NBA champs for a reason. We know this. So this is not to be taken lightly, but the Raptors have a great opportunity to get a huge advantage in this series. And I feel they're gonna come out and match Golden State's energy. It's gonna be a close game, it's gonna be a battle, but the Raptors smell the blood in the water. They feel that they have what it takes. They know, not just feel, they know they have what it takes to win the chip. And they're hungry, you can see it. They're poised, they're hungry, They're confident, they have the momentum, they're ready. It's their time, it's our time, y'all, it's our time. And once game four is done, hopefully Raptors flying back victorious, game five, the home crowd, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park West, Jurassic Park, we have so many Jurassic Parks now. The whole country, the whole world really behind y'all, but especially playing at home, with the energy of the fans in the Scotiabank Arena, the Raptors have to be ready to put on the greatest performance they have ever put on. Game five, gonna be such a huge game, monumental game, historic game. And the Raptors have to feed off of the energy of the crowd. So, fans, I don't have to beg you, I don't even have to ask you, but I am reminding you bring it, bring it all. Bring every ounce of energy that you have. Every ounce of passion. Bring it all on Monday, game five. Belt it all out. Leave nothing left in the chamber. Cheer loud. Cheer from the beginning. Cheer before the beginning. Cheer till the end. Cheer till after the end. Soon as it hits 12 a.m. on the clock, start cheering. And don't stop cheering hits 12 a.m. on Tuesday morning this is our time we have to bring that energy for the team we already know the team is locked in right now they're focused, they know what they gotta do we know what we gotta do Raptors fans if there was any time to stand up, now is the time stand up game 5 I feel it, game 5 is gonna be something special these are the moments we've been waiting for for so long, since 1995, and here we are, we're on the cusp, but now it's time to carry it across the finish line. So let's get this done.
1: This is Trap Chat Alley, presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd 95.
0: And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs. And and we and we need to build a culture for our fans. And that culture is winning. 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 On Wednesday, I went out to Jurassic Park to interact with some of the fans and feel that vibe. Feel that Toronto vibe. The NBA finals have really lit the city up in a whole different wave. It's such a beautiful thing. Uh, there's people coming in from all over the world, actually, that I've met down at Jurassic Park. On this particular day, I ran into a man who was with his girlfriend from PEI, and I talked to him a little bit, listened to what he had to say. What's your name? Tommy Bigger. Where are you from? Prince Edward Island. Prince Edward Island. So you came all the way down here? Yeah. Right. So this is your first time in Jurassic Park? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so. We're not in yet. Right, we're, looks we're like we're getting in. We're lined up. So, <laughs> what made you want to come down to Jurassic Park? Uh, I see, I've been watching it on TV for for so long, right? I, yeah. I can't get in to yeah. the ACC. Yeah. They still call it the ACC? Yeah, we'll call it this, just for nostalgia purposes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah no, Yeah, we just oh, yeah. gotta be here. Yes. So, we the North, man. Right. <laughs> so, NBA Finals, the Raptors are in the NBA Finals for the first time. It still feels like it's surreal, you know? It doesn't feel real, but how do you feel about it? Oh, it's crazy. It's, it's definitely surreal. But they look good. Hey Thompson can't play on one leg. You're picking the Raptors today? I'm picking the Raptors. Okay. And what about for the series? I'm picking the Raptors in six. Raptors in six, okay. Absolutely. So how do you feel about the Kawhi acquisition this season? At first, it didn't look great. I was kind of upset. The Rosen's the yeah, he, fabric of this team, yeah, right? You yeah. know, Kawhi's uh, uh, a beast. Yes, he, 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 he is indeed. When the Raptors win, you'll probably be back yeah, in PEI, I'm guessing. Yeah, but I'll be celebrating. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just as hard as if I was here. Top. How's the scene in PEI in terms of the Raptors? <laughs> oh, United States, Canada's team. Yeah. Uh, you know, from PEI to Vancouver, uh, and we the North, man. Nice. We might we might be the Northeast, but we're still the North. Shout out PEI, shout out Raptors fans across the country and across the globe. We're all in this together. We're about to witness history. This is the time we've been waiting for, y'all. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. If you guys have been looking around social media and just media outlets in general, this series has grasped a lot of attention on both sides of the border and worldwide, really. In game two, I mean, Barack Obama was in the building at Scotiabank Arena. That's huge. Barack Obama witnessed the Toronto Raptors playing the NBA Finals. And shout out to DeMar DeRozan, man. DeMar DeRozan, recently he came and said that he's supporting the Toronto Raptors. He wants to see the Raptors win despite what happened in the summertime. And actually acknowledged that he had to be that sacrificial lamb. I, I want to call him the sacrificial goat. You know what I'm saying because he's one of the Raptors goats but he said that he is a big part of what is going on here in Toronto in terms of the Raptors making the finals and being in a position to win the championship and he is 100,000% correct absolutely right DeMar DeRozan is every bit a part of this team as anybody else any other player that's currently on the roster without DeMar DeRozan this would not be possible If you say otherwise, you're kidding yourself. You're joking, man. The work that he put in for the Raptors, even to build his career every year, getting better, improving his skills, learning something new. If it wasn't for him, the quiet deal would have never gone through, first of all. But even beyond that, like what he helped build in this city, within this organization, the culture. DeMar's handprints are all over this. Even shout-out to Dwayne Casey, man. Dwayne Casey's a part of this, too. Despite whatever regressions you might have against his his coaching style, his handprints are on this, too. And apparently, as reported by The Score, Raptors are now the most valuable sports franchise in Canada. Apparently, they are worth about $1.8 billion, but on the market, apparently, they could be sold for well over 2000000000 billion. Shout-out to that. I mean in the grand scheme of things that's whatever but I mean that just goes to show you how far this organization has come Masai Ujiri is deserved a lot of the credit for that he's built the organization beautifully from every direction not just the players but even the key staff within the organization a lot of the initiatives they have Raptors 905 Masai is a a true visionary and this guy laid out his goal, he laid out his plan, he executed it, and now he wins from the finals, from, from the championship, I should say. Shout out to Masai Ujiri, getting it done. And there's been a lot of trolling going on by Raptors fans and by association of Golden State in Oakland. New Balance put up a Kawhi, the King of the North is Coming billboard on one of the Oakland highways this was I think after game one and I don't know if y'all saw it but somebody is rolling around in a u-haul truck in the Bay Area with a picture of Kawhi Leonard and Aisha Curry side by side as if they're getting married now that I don't know man I I think that's gone a little too far but you have to appreciate the shade on that Raptors fans are not playing around and I, I mean hey all in good fun right and of course I can't finish this podcast without shouting out the board man. Board man gets paid. Yes, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard. Sources have revealed that Kawhi Leonard, while he's a pretty quiet guy, back in high school and uh, college days, he used to have a few choice words of trash talk while he was playing on the court, which included yelling out, bucket, board, and then he, his favorite role my favorite from him saying that he's a board man I'm the board man board man gets paid like how sick of a line is that we already know that's gonna end up on a New Balance shirt in the near future board man gets paid and you know what at this point I think all the Raptors are board men and as the saying goes board men get paid and they're two wins away From getting paid the ultimate pay in the NBA. Raptors fans, stand up. As I said, bring your energy, cheer loud for these guys. Get down to Jurassic Park, get down to the arena, fill the bars. Hey, even if you're at home, it doesn't matter. Enjoy this moment, enjoy this time. Cheer, give the team your energy, bask in the moment. Two more wins. Let's get this. Let's shock the world. Let's create history. And let's do this. You know what it is. I'm Mikey Charlie. This is Trap Chat Alley Part of Trap Since 95. For fans. For better. For worse. Forever. Let's get it.
1: Peace. This is Trap Chat Alley Oop. Presented by Trap Since '95. Enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95.